your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now here on Cats and Cosby, we have a New York City Councilwoman Vicki Palladino. Uh, Councilwoman, we have so much to ask you about. First, I got to ask you, you were with Ed Cox, right, at this event we were there. for Mozzie Pillup, right? And yes, so, was, yes. uh, and then what all these crazy protesters, uh, the ceasefire protesters come in, talk yes. us about us. Well, what happened was they, you know, it was an open event. So they came in, you know, you don't know who's who or what's what. You know, they don't wear anything specific so that they could be singled out. Uh, and then as soon as Mozzie got up to speak, one pop- person pops up in one area, another one pops up in another area of the room. You know, we have tight security at these things. And, uh, you know, we're always prepared for what might happen. And we shuffled them out. Oh, my guys, they shuffled them out as they needed to be escorted out. Uh, it was it was a bit of mayhem because the woman was speaking. You know, she was trying to get her message out, and we had these pop ups all over the room simultaneously. One did one thing, and, another, and like I said, it was handled. They were taken out, but this is what we see happening now. Uh, they were protesting in front of Bob Holden's office this afternoon. So uh, these people are brazing. They're going to show up anywhere they want. Because they're allowed to do this. Yeah, it's so, crazy. It is crazy. They were at Sloan Kettering the other day, the cancer oh, center. Crazy. Was, Let's go it, to it, it, it was very organized, but Mozzie still got her message out. I mean, the speech is there. Mozzie's speech Absolutely. really good. Yes. I said to Mozzie, don't let this distract you. Just keep going. And I said, I will not allow these people to, to disrupt this fabulous meeting that we were having with Nassau County. All right, uh, Vicki, I want to move on also to make sure we get into a whole bunch of these other issues. Uh, just in the last few hours, New York City Mayor Eric Adams uh, issued a veto, I'm glad he did, on these police bills. Uh, there were two of them. There's obviously the police bill where it says they have to do more reports. That's the last thing we want to do is bog down our cops. And the other is to cancel solitary confinement for uh, bad people, which uh, Curtis knows all too well how important it is uh, to send a message to these folks. Do now New York City Council can override the veto, right? If they do, you, is there enough votes? I know, I'm sure, I know where you stand on this. Uh, but oh, what okay. about well, the what know, about what we kind of call the loonies there in the city well, council? No, they're the ones. They're the ones who uh, are going to do their best to make sure the veto doesn't go through by getting a super majority of names on the bill. I believe uh, now. Remember, we're coming into new session, so this was introduced. Uh, in December, you know, uh, or no, the very beginning of January. So a lot, four of those signers are no longer with us, okay, because they got elected out. So we're down, they're down four names right now for them to have a super majority, which is a very good thing. But make no mistake, Adrian Adams put out a tweet today along with uh, our newest council member who is one of the Central Park Five. His name escapes me right now. Yusuf Salam. Yusuf Salam. There you go. And they put him as chairman of public safety. So they plan to death. That's insane right there. So they plan to fight the mayor, and they will fight the mayor every step of the way. Because as soon as anything makes any sense, they've got to do their job, which is to make it not make sense. 
And the mayor is right. He's talked about it from the beginning that if 586 passes, that he will veto it. I know. What so are they? they have, you know, it's amazing. What are these people thinking, Vicky Palladino? I mean, we, we just think. heard about crime with Curtis, how crazy everything is, and they want yeah. to make bog cops down, not really yep. punish the bad guys. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you've got a question for the councilwoman. So, Vicky, yeah. so they need 34 votes to do the override. Is that correct? Correct. So, correct. so what are people doing to lobby on this? Because I'm sure if Adrian Adams says this is a leadership bill, she's going to put a lot of pressure on the inside against the council members. 100%. And they will take a knee to Adrian Adams because retaliation is keysier. What they do is they take away uh, committee spots. You know, uh, they try to, uh, like, zero you out. So I have no problem because I'm a Republican. They don't waste their time with us, you know, and the Common Sense Caucus of nine. So they leave us alone. It's the Democrats who want to stand up but do not stand up. So we're going to have to see how this plays out. Who's going to have the guts not to back down? And uh, uh, Victoria, uh, Vicky, before we let you go, uh, two things uh, real quick. Uh, you want to ask about right. the uh, the Vicky. movement from gas to electric. Vicky, uh-huh. you, uh, you have this local joke. law 97, which is uh, supposed to cut down carbon emissions as a mandate 2024, which is this year. More sanctions coming in 2030. The fact of the matter is nobody knows whether it's feasible, workable, what the costs are, how it's going to affect the housing stock. And you have a very good common sense bill to do a feasibility study. Would you tell the people about that, please? Yes, yes. And Vicki, we just got about 30 seconds, Vicki. All right. Let me do this real quick. Uh, I had two bills. One is 913 to do away, delay local law 97. But the important bill, which I have to reintroduce now, is uh, Bill 1266, which will create a two-year delay to actually do a feasibility study. Imagine that, which will determine the impact of Local Law 97 on our electrical grid, as well as the financial impact. Now, let me tell you something right now, John. Right now, 2024, it's in effect. Right now, $213 million in fines. By 2030, $902 million in fines. Uh, that's almost a billion dollars in fines in a short period from 24 to 30. And what I have been doing is I have been working steadily since I heard about the passage of this bill in 2019 when I was not an elected. But I knew what was happening because I know people who own co-ops and condos. But here's the thing for anybody who is in commercial property. When uh, when Kathy Hochul did her thing, in, uh, she in, she's implementing it slowly, 2026. But the city council. So bo- bottom line, uh, Vicki, we just have five seconds left. Bottom line. Yeah, go. Go. Bottom line is we're in big trouble unless we get extension sensibility, which I got two great bills out there. Two great bills out there, and Local Law 154 is going to affect all commercial housing and public schools and buildings thus far over a period of seven years. Well, keep us posted. Wow. What's that? You got a lot on your hopper. Keep us posted, okay? Vicki Palladino, you keep fighting the good fight, all right, my friend? Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 